Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Arresting the Wheel No one is safe anymore, Dietrich. You take your train and leave Berlin, but remember, no one is safe in Germany anymore. Oh, you misjudge him, Josef. The Führer is a man who is out for the welfare of Germany. Look what he has accomplished. Stabilizing the economy by producing more and more bombs and tanks? Pasting pictures of his ugly face everywhere? That, that's an accomplishment? He is for Germany and for the German people. That is more Hitler than... Hitler is for himself. How can you not see it? But people must be permitted their patriotism. I love my country. Flag-shaking and slogan-shouting have nothing what to do with the love of country. Hysteria is a word for it. Indeed, it's the Führer who has worked them up to it for his own mad purpose. Well, when I see it, I will believe it. Dietrich, we need you here in Berlin. We need men who are sane and can stand up to these times. I am not a politician. I am a minister. I have my career. I have my priestly work to do. Uh, uh, not for long. What do you mean by but that? When the war comes. <laughs> there won't be any war. One time, Dietrich, you were not such a coward. How am I a coward? Well, you're running off to Finkenwalde to live with a bunch of students. Children, where you'll tell them all about God and the divine grace and all the sweet things of theology, while the Nazis twist the minds of our people more and more and take us closer and closer to war, and good men are whisked off to prison in the middle of the night. Who is in prison? Now, who do you know that has gone to prison? 
And if they have, there's a good reason for their being there. Of course there's a reason the tyrant wants them there. He is not a tyrant. A tyrant is one who opposes the will of the people. Hitler is the embodiment of the will of the oh, people. I give up on you, Dietrich. What will you do when the war comes, huh? Will you take off your cassock and become a soldier? I will not. Will you have to? The Fuhrer will demand it. I will refuse. A true Christian cannot take up arms to destroy human life. We, all men, make up the body of Christ. We are each of us other Christs, whether we are Germans or Frenchmen or Englishmen or even Americans. When we kill a man, we are killing Christ. Uh, uh. An interesting point of view, my friend. You preach that in your pulpit and see how long you will last. Speech is free and open here in Germany. Germany is a prison, except you don't recognize it. Well, I won't be in Finkenwalde forever. I'll come back to Berlin. By then, it may be too late for you as well as for Germany. Well, here's my train. So what can I do anyway, Josef? What can any of us do? <laughs> we can't stop history. Oh, that's, that's what's wrong with you, Dietrich. You think you're helpless. Ah, well, we could argue the two of us forever, Josef. <laughs> I suppose that's, that's why I love you. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, yeah. Here's some candy I brought for you. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you, Josef. And... Farewell. Go on, go on. You'd better hurry. Farewell. My text this morning, friends, is taken from the epistle of Paul, the apostle to Titus, chapter 3, verse 1. Remind them to be subject and obedient to governments and authorities as rulers to be ready for every good work. In the year or so since I came up here to Finkenwalde, to be among you, to be together in Christian fellowship, many, many events have struck our world. The structure of society has changed. We have entered into active warfare with other nations. In our long history, we Germans have had to learn the need for and the strength of obedience. In the subordination of all personal wishes and ideas to the tasks to which we have been called, we have seen the meaning and the greatness of our lives. We have looked upwards not in servile fear, but in free trust, seeing in our tasks a call, and in our call, a vocation. But the German has kept his freedom. And what nation has talked more passionately of freedom than, than the Germans, from Luther to the idealist philosophers, by seeking deliverance from self-will, through service to the community, calling and freedom were to him uh, As offer. Welcome. Uh, have you uh, come to pray with us? We have not come to pray with you. Your sermon is not to continue. 
upon whose order? From the Führer himself, you are forbidden to preach any longer in Germany. The entire seminary and church is to be closed down. Why? There's no reason for that. There's very good reason. Those in authority have discovered that such places as you have here in Finkenwalder are corrupting the youth of Germany, infecting it with a distrust and scorn of the Third Reich, breeding rebellion and disrespect for the Fuhrer. But that is not true. That is not true at all. The truth is known by those above us. They are mistaken. We are all loyal Germans here. I am one. And you may demonstrate your loyalty by obedience to our Fuhrer's command and emptying this church immediately, Herr Bonhoeffer. There's some mistake here. I will go to Berlin and, and clear this up. You have said enough, Herr Bonhoeffer. Come down from there. What did you accomplish, Dietrich? Oh... Waited five long hours. Whom did you get to see? Herr Leipholz and his entourage. And? Well, they wouldn't listen. I don't think they heard a word I said. Yes, it sounds like our new Germany. I explained. I showed them copies of my sermons, my lecture notes. Did they say your case would be reviewed? Yes, yes, uh, they did. The SS always says that. I even uh, requested an interview with the Führer. And they laughed, they laughed. Of course. These days you couldn't get within a thousand yards of him. <laughs> He's very careful. Now, what am I going to do, Joseph? I am a preacher who can't preach. Well, you can write. Write a book. <laughs> Not that you'll get it published. Oh, things have changed, Joseph. No, nothing has changed. It's only gotten worse. And your eyes are beginning to open. I, I, I can't stand you when you are this condescending. Do you remember our talk at the railway station? I told you then there is no escaping the octopus that grips Germany. I feel more helpless now than I did then. But they do something about it. What is there to do? There are men who are thinking about things. Like what? Oh, various things. Well, tell me. There is nothing to tell. Well, mostly plans and possibilities. Such as? What good would it do to tell you you believe in obeying authority and following the laws, however unjust? What do you expect me to do, preach in defiance of the Fuhrer's order? You're not the first preacher to be suppressed, my dear Dietrich. You won't be the last, either. Well, this, this, this won't go on for long. It's difficult times. It's all, all uh, temporary. Oh, did the SS tell you that today? What are the... Uh, the other preachers doing. Some of them have gone underground. Is there an an underground? Oh, by God, do you realize how far you are from the 20th century and the day you're living in? Of course there's an underground. And uh, have have any of them been caught? Oh, you won't find it in the newspapers. But the Gestapo came to their doors nonetheless. Some of them are still with us. Joseph, are... Uh... Are you involved? We're all involved one way or another. And what are you doing? Are you interested? What are you doing? We are preparing. For what? Rid Germany of the octopus. Well, how do you 
intend to do that? What, what are you planning? If we can find a way to rid Germany of the madman, Germany may yet be saved. I, I don't want to hear any more of this. He must be killed. Oh, that's, that's murder. If a drunken driver is at the wheel, it is not enough to sit back and sweat and worry and talk. One must arrest the wheel, seize it from his hand. Oh, you talk like a madman. Well, you, you, you said yourself no one can get near him. Perhaps. No, no, no. No, we must have patience. We are at war. There are threats from without, threats from within. He is just trying to, to hold things together. He is driving the car, and we are headed for a cliff. Join us, Dietrich. In murder? Never. I am against violence, you know that. But if there is no alternative... There is one. Be patient. None of things will... will work themselves join out. Join us, join us, Dietrich, for your own sake. I am a German, and I shall stay an obedient German. Ah, as I said, what is the point of talking to you? I'm, I'm going home. I'll give my love to Marie. But you are coming... To dinner tonight, aren't you, Josef? Yes. Yes, I'll, I'll have dinner with you tonight. And tomorrow I shall meet with my fellow disobedient Germans. Oh, Maria, please uh, pass me the sugar. <laughs> what does one have to do, Dietrich, to convince this woman that I absolutely adore her cooking. Oh, don't <laughs> ask me. I've been trying for ten years. <laughs> oh, what a liar you are. You never tell me anything. Ah, Maria, the man adores your cooking. Look, look at the roll of flab he's acquiring around his midsection. <laughs> oh, I'm as trim as I ever was. It's just that this suit doesn't fit me very well. <laughs> uh, reality upsets your husband, Maria. You really are getting fat, dear. Fat? What well, do you call 160 pounds? You call that fat? Oh, will you sit down, Dietrich? You're getting fat and jowly, let's face it. Oh, <laughs> you're both of you against me. <laughs> oh, poor dear. More coffee, you said. Uh, just have a cup. Uh, maybe I'm a little. <laughs> just a... A little extra. Mm -hmm. Well, I have to do so, some more bicycle riding. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, yes, that's the trouble with a good meal. Life begins to look rosy afterwards. Oh, oh, prepare yourselves, everyone. Dr. Josef Müller is about to wax serious. Oh, then it's time for me to scurry into my kitchen. Uh, cigar, Josef? Yeah, thank you, thank you. Ruinous to my health. But I love them. Dietrich, <laughs> come to the window. Yes, but uh, what is it, Maria? Look, that red glow. That, that's a fire. My God. My God, it's the synagogue. Oh, we must telephone in an alarm. Oh, save yourself the trouble, it'll do you no good. What are you talking and about? You see, see those men in black? They circled the entire building. Well, who in the world are they? The Gestapo. They are allowing that building to burn down. No, it's happening all over the city. Oh, what are you talking about? Where, where, where's the evening paper? Well, it's uh, right here. I haven't read it yet. Well, I have. Yeah, listen, listen to this. Uh, here. A series of inexplicable fires have broken out in Berlin this past week. Dealings on Schoenbergstrasse, Fasanerstrasse, Marienberg Alley, Eisenerstrasse, 
and other places have been affected. A full report is not in, but it seems that no Germans have been injured. Other cities around this country have had similar occurrences. Only Jewish synagogues have been struck. Our Fuhrer himself has commented officially, and these are his exact words, Fellow Germans, this outbreak of fires is obviously no coincidence, but a visitation upon the Jews for their incalculable sins against the Aryan race and the Third Reich. Only the Lord God of Destiny could have chosen such befitting parts. Well, how could he say such a thing? I tell you, he's a lunatic. Well, if the synagogues burn today, the churches will be flaming tomorrow. And what is to come? What is Let to... me tell you something, Dietrich. One man says, what is to come? Another says, but what is right and what shall I do? And that is the difference between a free man and a slave. Josef, Josef, where are you going? I have to get some air. Good night to both of you. Wait, wait, Josef. What is it? If, if I want to at- attend that, that meeting of yours. My apartment, nine tomorrow, my, if, if you want. I, I have to decide. Very true. So do we all. Why don't you come to sleep? I'll, I'll sit up a while. In the dark? It's no brighter during the day. Dietrich? Yes? Why won't you tell me about the meeting tomorrow at Joseph's? Doesn't concern you. What concerns you concerns me. Don't leave me out of everything. Maria, I love you. That's enough. What are you are you thinking? What are you intending to do? I am obviously intending to go to to Joseph's tomorrow. What is going to happen there? Unless you know the better for you. Oh, I hate you when you talk like that in in ten years of marriage. I'm as far from you as I was when we met. You have a habit, Maria, of bringing something up always at the wrong time. I will discuss this with you. I will do my best for you, but another time, please. There will be no other time, Dietrich. That sounds ominous. I'm going to leave you. It's that simple. Aren't you going to say anything? Don't leave me now, Maria. Tell me, tell me something. Give me a reason to stay with you. Oh, Maria, Maria. Talk to me. I am a coward. No, you are not. I cannot stand myself. I wish I weren't so clever that I wouldn't be able to lie to myself the way I have. But the truth is the truth, and I am a coward. In my eyes, in in God's eyes, in my friend's eyes. What will you do? I should not have run away to Finkenwald in the first place. I should not have married. I should not have been born. Why should you not have married? Because you protect me. You help my cowardice grow. Tomorrow, tomorrow this will change. How? I am going to Josef's, where we will plan a way to arrest the wheel. Arrest the wheel? Take it and turn it and steer it right. We are going to stop the Fuhrer if we can. I don't know how, but we will. If we have to kill him. No, no, please, Dietrich. I'm going to do my work as a man. Either I work to take his life or or I take my own. That's how I feel, Maria. That's how I feel. (laughs) 
late, Dietrich. God help me, I was afraid you wouldn't be here. What's happened to you? I was being followed. You fool. Why did you come here then? I had to, Josef, but don't worry, I lost them. I had to turn around half of Berlin, but I, I lost them. I hope you're right. Uh, this, uh, this is Werner von Hoften, uh, Pastor Dietrich von Hoffer. The others have left, Dietrich. What, uh, what did you decide? Nothing. Nothing? What do you mean, nothing? We cannot agree. Some think it is impossible to get to him effectively. And I, along with others, believe that if we are successful in assassinating him, we may be worse off. We don't know who will take over. Nonsense. We could be no worse off in Germany than we are now. It must be done soon. You think so, Pastor? Yes, yes, I do. Why? You are a minister, are you not? A man of peace. We are speaking of murder. My friend, there comes a time when words of peace and urgings to prayer are an escape from what is real. There is a demon loose in Germany, and he must be destroyed. Call it murder. Call it what you will. It is right. I am prepared to kill him myself. Can you fire a gun, Herr von Hoffmann? No, I never have, but Then I... you are worthless. Herr von Hoffmann is a member of Hitler's intimate army command. I see the devil every day. Then... You are the man. Shall I shoot him then, Herr Bonhoeffer? Shall I do it? Why do you ask me? You, you have your own mind. Who shall I ask? I'm not sure. You, you are a man of God. Give me the command and I will obey. <laughs> You're a true German, Herr <laughs> von Hesper. Well, give me the command, Herr Bonhoeffer. All right. Then do it. And do it well. And if you miss... I won't miss. I swear I won't. Now, wait, wait. Wait, I think there's a, there's a better way. A bomb that could be said to go off at a certain time when he's at a meeting of his command. It could be placed under his chair. And you, yes, you could step out on some pretext a minute or so before. Yes, a bomb is, is perfect. In a briefcase. I can put it in a briefcase. Can you do it? I can. I can. I will. When? Well, uh, tomorrow. Any day. Take a day. What is today? July 18th. Oh, oh, wait. Tomorrow. Tomorrow will be difficult. There's a full staff meeting. The next day, July 20th, that is the day. But what if it fails? How can it fail? Well, bombs have been known not to go off, Huston. Or to go off at the wrong time. Have no fear. It will be perfect. I will have help. If it fails... We are all of us in danger. So do not fail. Please, von Hapton. Yes, be be careful, my friend. Farewell. Good night, von Hapton. God go with you. With yours, if we had been a public place so as not to be suspect. I came back to listen to the news put on the radio. The news came already. And did he get him? Is he dead? The bomb went off under his chair. Two other men in his command were killed. And him? He can't be alive. He is alive. And he is well. He will give a speech on the radio tonight. Why? Why wasn't he killed? He should have died. The chair protected him, they said. <laughs> Our solid German chairs... 
What is to come now? Dietrich. Dietrich, you are in danger. Why, they don't, they don't know about me. They arrested von Heften. Maria, I want you to leave right now. No. Don't, don't pack. Go to your parents' house. I don't think they'll bother you. I just don't want you to be here when they come. No, no, I, I'm going to stay. No, go now. Dietrich. Don't touch me. Go. Go away from me. Go. No tears. Just go. Yes. I've been waiting for you. Come with us, please. were scattered to the winds. Under his memorial in the Flossenburg church are the words, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, a witness of Jesus Christ among his brethren.
to thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.